0: Hello, this is Rev. Judith Laxer. Thank you for listening to the podcast of our service entitled Mothering the World. Wherever you are tuning in from all over the globe, I'm so glad you're here. My wish is that the food for thought offered brings great nourishment for your soul. Our ministry for the goddess is supported solely by those who, like you, partake of its teachings. If you feel served by listening, please push the donate button now and give generously. We'd be most grateful. Thank you, and blessed be. So on the wheel of the year, we are just past Beltane, and thank you to everyone who came to our Beltane celebration, which was lovely, by the way. Uh, And uh, we are on our way toward Letha, the summer solstice. Now, this particular eighth on the wheel of the year is the time when the days are growing toward their longest. The days will still be long following the summer solstice, especially for that next eighth of the year, they'll be the same length. However, this is the waxing time of the solar year. The days are still growing longer. And so if you are one who practices the art of magic, now is the time of the solar year to cast those spells for your highest and holiest dreams. Not to mention, Jupiter will enter the sign of Taurus this coming Tuesday and will remain there until next May 25th of 2024. Astrologer Channing Nicholas tells us, Jupiter is the fairy godmother of the cosmos, known by the ancients as the great benefic, Jupiter is associated with everything expansive. Think abundance, growth, wealth, optimism, generosity, wisdom, and faith. Because the planet of plenty has the power to seriously up-level our lives, Jupiter is one to watch. Now, the planet Jupiter, because it is so grand, um, amplifies whatever it touches, and that's probably because of its size. Jupiter is almost twice the size of all the other planets in our solar system combined. Yeah, exactly. It's really big. Um, And it transits through each sign uh, for about a year. So every 12 years, it comes back around. And now in Taurus, the fixed Earth sign asks us to slow down, to spend some leisure time, to enjoy the finer things in life, Taurus is a very sensuous sign. So uh, the Beltane season, of course, sensuality is the order of the day. And this is the time to do so. And it's so easy to do so when the world is flowering and it's so beautiful out there. So Jupiter in Taurus asks us to create beauty in this world with longevity in mind, creating beauty for the long-term, to take time to smell the roses, to take time to prepare a delicious meal, to drop the hurry, 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 and uh, deepen our appreciation of all of Earth's treasures and see how long we can make them last. We are also so used to measuring the seasons by the weather But just as I always remind us, the seasons must be measured by the length of daylight, especially during our era of erratic climate change. The weather can be doing all kinds of things. Um, I mean, here it is, mid-May, and it feels like it's July and August. Um, But we can still rely, at least so far, on the light and track the actual seasons Uh, by the light. Last night, it was 9 p.m. and still twilight, as opposed to that 4 p.m. of what happens in the winter. So make sure you notice how long the days are now. Notice that, so that when winter comes again, because, you know, it's going to, uh, you might not feel so cheated, because you will remember the beauty of these long days. You know, like, go outside after dinner again. Take another walk. Do one more garden chore. Relish the light while it is still waxing. So here we are on Mother's Day. I just love that Gaia's Temple always falls on Mother's Day. It was I didn't plan it that way. It was a happy accident. Because we are all about honoring the great Mother Goddess in Gaia's Temple. You know, many moons ago, when I was thinking about what to call this ministry, um, I thought, well, maybe it should be Temple of Demeter, because you know how that. Demeter Persephone's story lives in my heart and my bones, and I tell it every year. And then I thought, wait a minute, I've, I dedicated myself to the goddess Hecate, so maybe it should be Hecate's temple. And, but then I realized that I didn't want to limit our worship to just one goddess. After all, there are so many. Why must a girl choose, I thought? We shouldn't have to. So I ended up calling this ministry Gaia's temple because Gaia, although still a Greek name, is the name for the earth herself, the great mother, the mother of us all. And by all, I mean the flora, the fauna, the fungi, the minerals. All beings on this planet are born from this planet. I loved what priestess Yesha Matthew said in Gaia's Temple last month, that the goddess is the ground of our being. Such a simple statement, but really one that is worth contemplation, that she, the divine feminine, the great mother goddess, is just that, a great mother. We've all heard the expression womb to tomb, but when you really think about it, it means more than just referring to our relatively short lives on this planet. It's that we come into being from her body, and we return to her body when we are finished with being. Her body is our body. Our body is her body. We emerge from her and we surcease to her. Surcease, (laughs) New, new word for me. Come to an end means when something surceases. We arise from Gaia. We are an emanation of her. And then when our lives are through, we return to her and our form changes once more. I was working out in the compost in my garden recently. I'm in love with my compost. There are three sections of my compost, three three piles, fresh, cooked, and then sifted and ready to go. The first pile is where all the kitchen scraps and the lawn clippings and the leaves go. And once they're about halfway broken down, I move it to the center pile, and the worms finish the job there. Then the third section has a screen cover so that the finished compost can be sifted through before it's planting, and when it falls in there, It is just delicious. It's brown and silky, and it smells so good. And I'll tell you, it is work sifting out that fresh soil. It is work scraping back and forth over the screen, shovelful by shovelful. But it's good work. It's kind of trance-inducing, right? Back and forth, back and forth. And I find myself reflecting on some very profound thoughts as I work in the compost, a common thing for me to have profound thoughts in the garden. So as I worked, I began to marvel really at how the scraps, the refuse, the things we consider spent and no longer useful or wanted are placed here for the worms to feast on and transform into something gardeners call black gold. The finished soil is a beautiful, deep brown that looks almost black, and it is so sweet-smelling, it's another sensuous treat when I have a fresh pile finished and waiting to be used, I just want to dive in there and take a nap soon enough. But even more than the fact of this transformation, on this day as I worked the compost, my mind rested on how generous Mother Earth is with us, how she morphs to fill our needs, how her nature is always to give, always giving us something even in the seasons of dormancy she gives us time for rest and my heart just about burst with gratitude as my soul recognized this deep connection to the great mother again and that no matter how old I get I will always be her child no matter how old we get we will always need the comfort of sweet maternal love it's not only for children the child within us will always need their mommy. That day I found mommy in the compost. But every day we are gifted with the love of the great mother. Nature is maternal, which means she can also be sometimes fierce and dangerous. It's true. But one way or another, the great mother as the good earth gives us all that we need. Now over the years I've talked about Mother's Day from many different perspectives here in Gaia's Temple. It's historical origin as an anti-war activism, uh, our relationships with our mothers, the ones we celebrate, the ones that need healing, the mothers we miss and the mothers we ran from, the kind of mothers we want to become or we want to be how precious and valuable the feminine principles of magnetism and inclusion and unconditional love are, and of course, how worship of the goddess will bring the balance back that supports the necessary healing and restoration of our weary world. We must remember that when we worship the goddess, we are returning to an ancient practice. We're not making it up. We're going back to how it once was. So I've talked about how important and wise and worthy elder women are as well, truly grand mothers. And if we listen closely, she will offer us her timeless wisdom. And so Pam, let's sing about that, shall we? <coughs> so we're going to sing the verses and then the chorus. We have a slide for the chorus and you can all join in. I'm sure you've heard the song before. And if not, it's easy enough mm. to catch up. Catch on. There it is. Do we have mountains? Uh, Yes,
1: we have mountains.
0: Okay, good. Okay. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling me. I hear the voice of my grandmother call. She says, Wake up wake up children wake up wake up listen 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 may the rivers all run
1: every woman and child, may there be love for every woman and man, may there be love for every being in the wild. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling me I hear the voice of my grandmother call. She says, stand in your power, woman, stand in your power. Listen, 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 listen. May the rivers all run wild. May the mountains go unspoiled. strong
0: Teach and share power, crone. Teach and share wisdom. Listen, listen. Listen, listen. May the rivers all run
1: wild. May the mountains go unspoiled. For every woman and child May there be love For every woman and man May there be love For every being In the wild I hear the voice Of my grandmother calling me I hear the voice Of my grandmother Wake up, wake up, children, wake up, wake up. Listen, 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 listen. May the rivers all run wild. May the mountains go unspoiled.
0: Because I believe that each of us, regardless of our gender identity, can mother. Just as I believe each of us can father. But that's for next month. Each of us can mother. Mother as a verb. And specifically, I want to focus today on how we can and why we should mother the earth herself. I don't know, something about that compost pile. Something about how even in her scraps, they are so precious and how no matter what phase she's in, she is still giving. You know, the reciprocity of it all. It elicited in me a great desire to give back, to offer up, to make the effort. Mother Earth's love and loving is unconditional. It is her nature to be the ground of being from which all is created and from which all is provided for, as I've said again and again, and from which all are tended to. Mother Nature provides everything we need, our food, our shelter, our clothing. She provides a feast for our senses, diversity and delight. Her seasons turn and each season brings gifts. We who walk the wheel of the year in our spiritual practice, we know this. And we don't have to look very far to see how precarious things are on planet Earth these days. And that's because we have taken great advantage of her for far too long. We have taken and taken and taken and taken, with no regard to sustainability. Well, maybe we haven't here in this room, but we sure have benefited from the systems that do, much like the reckoning of white supremacy in this country right now, and at long last. White people might not behave in racist ways, but we surely benefit from living in the system of white supremacy. At some point, and this is the woke part, when we wake up, wake up, to what we have been asleep at the wheel about, we must examine our privilege, note our behaviors, and make the changes necessary to course correct. Some might say it's too late in the games, so why bother? But I say it's never too late to do the right thing. What is the right thing for Mother Earth? That's the question, not for us, but for her. How do we best mother our great mother? Well, I have a few suggestions, as I'm sure you can imagine. We can think of all the things our mothers or mother figures did for us when we were children who needed care. First, we were fed. Mother Earth is the one who produces food for us, but perhaps we can be more mindful about how that food is produced. Was it grown sustainably? And if not, might we make a choice about how we feed ourselves, knowing and remembering that we are eating what grew out of that compost? Food's a big issue. A significant way we can also mother the Earth is to really take a look at what we throw away. Where is away, anyway? There is no away. It's all here. Just as the scraps we considered garbage become food for worms and then soil, so everything we toss in our garbage can goes somewhere, and most of it does not go into the organic compost piles like the one I have in my garden. Just think about plastic. Oh, the plastic. Never to go away. Always here, floating on our oceans, clogging our landfills, And the beat goes on. You know, last year I joined a local company called Ridwell. You might have heard of it. Uh, They provide cloth bags in which you place all the plastic wrapping from the goods that you buy, the ones that our regular recycling doesn't take. And then you put the little bag in a little metal box that they provide outside your front door, and every other week they come and they pick it up, and they repurpose the plastic to make building material, which is very clever and very wise. In each pickup, you also have the option to put burned-out light bulbs or used batteries or any clothing you'd like that you're ready to give up into these individual cloth bags, and you put it in the bin. And each pickup, they also have a featured item that you can put in the bin, like old cell phones and electronic devices or eyeglasses you don't use anymore or empty prescription bottles. I mean, all the stuff that we just toss in the garbage, and they repurpose it. And they have reported that millions of tons of plastic have been kept out of the oceans since the Ridwell inception. And it feels so good to be making the relatively little effort to participate in this. So that's just another example of how we can care and mother Mother Earth. Now, if you garden like me, don't use chemicals or pesticides. For thousands of years, we managed to grow our food without poisoning it first. And the thing is, When you remember that we are not separate from the mother, her body is our body, our body is hers. If you eat what you grow, and you grow with chemicals, you are poisoning yourself. If we make the effort to reduce and reuse and recycle, like the saying goes, then we are mothering the earth. And because we are not separate from the earth, we are thereby mothering ourselves. You might choose to get involved in policy-making about the care of the environment, or you might donate to causes that do, because putting our money where our mouth is keeps us in integrity. Now, children, actual children, whose psyches have not yet matured, (coughs) are by nature self-centered. Excuse me. Not in an egoic way, as in, I'm the only one that matters, or I'm the one that matters most. But in the way of all innocence, they just don't yet know any better. Their world is just from their perspective out. But once we do grow up and understand that not only aren't we the center of everything, but our lives are best lived in service to the greater good, then it's crucial that our actions align with that knowing. And it's not just a sign of our maturity, it's a sign of our caring. It's a way we mother. So those are a few practical suggestions. But there's something more that we can do to mother the world, which is to pay attention, like a good mother does with her children. A mother will notice when her kid looks flushed or is cranky for no reason and surmise that her child is not feeling well. She will take the appropriate actions. She'll notice when her kid is eating too much sugar and will replace some of it with healthy fruit. She will notice when her kid comes home from making mud pies and will provide a bath for their health and safety. She will notice when they get injured and will get out the band-aid and kiss the boo-boo to make it better. So we can do the same sort of things for the earth. We can take appropriate actions and replace unhealthy habits. We can heal her injuries. We can deeply listen to the voice of nature, protect what is left of her wildness, plant some trees to replace the incessant and too frequent logging. We can pay attention to what's going on around us in nature, make better choices about where and how we spend our hard-earned money. We can send her our energy filled with love and let her know on a psycho-spiritual level that we know and we love her. So if you would, take a moment now, close your eyes, and go within. Reconnect your grounding cord that we set down at the beginning of the service today. And breathe deeply. Then bring your attention to your third eye in the center of your forehead. Imagine it like an actual eye, just like your other two. Then go ahead and open it up and look out through it into your imagination. And find yourself sitting out in nature on a lovely day. Like today, maybe you're in a lovely meadow of wildflowers, or the clean scented woods, or beside a babbling brook, or enjoying the vista from high up on a mountain. Wherever it is that you are, it's beautiful. And you are comfortable here. There's nowhere else to be and nothing else to be doing. Notice now that you feel that sense of inner peace that only nature can provide. So take a moment now to feel this peacefulness surrounded by the beauty of our Great Mother. And as you feel this peacefulness, you remember that it's Mother's Day and you wish to mother the world. Now, many of us already do a great deal of healing as we parent our own children, right? We get to give our children what we didn't have, and that is healing. Or we protect and safeguard our children from things that our parents didn't do with us, and that is healing. But even if you did not become a biological parent, mothering the world is an opportunity to participate in the healing that's so crucial in our era So tune in now to your grounding cord and imagine now that it's like an umbilical cord connecting you to the great mother. If she was pregnant with you, you would receive your nourishment from her this way. But today, because you've already been born into this body and into this life, your grounding cord is now the umbilicus through which you can receive her communication. And so, from your heart, ask her what she wishes you to do for her healing. Ask her how can you mother her? What mothering does she need? And take a moment now and listen to what she says. Listen to how she answers you. Take another deep breath and remember what she asked of you. You may not yet know how to do what she asked of you, but do remember whatever it was she said for future planning and action and analysis. And because you want so much to mother her today on Mother's Day, rather than take more from her, gather your love of the earth in your heart now And then use your next breath to send that love from your heart, down your spine, down your grounding cord, and send all of your love down through it. Feel your love enter Mother Earth this way. And then gently bring yourself back to this sanctuary. And when you feel ready, open your eyes. This love of the earth, our love, along with listening to and complying with her wishes is how we worship the goddess. This is goddess worship. Sometimes there's a specific goddess that you form a relationship with and put on your altar and, and engage in in a certain way. But that's not the only way to engage in goddess worship. Taking care of the earth is how we engage in goddess worship. So on Mother's Day, we honor all of the women in Gaia's temple. As you can see, I was... Very enthusiastic by thinking that we would have three dozen women here, all who would receive a rose. Uh, And I'm so happy that we can return to our tradition of gifting all the women here today with a red rose, which is a symbol of our love and our respect for you. And so what we always do is we have a processional. We ask all the women to come up, and I'm going to hand you a rose. I might even hand you two, uh, since we have so many. And I will remind you that there are thorns on the... Uh, stems, so be careful, be, pick, take them rather gingerly, and then as we do this processional, we sing another of Sean Carroll's songs called Every Woman, and uh, the words will be up there on your, we're going to magically have those words, we're going to start singing the song, and then once the song gets going, Pam is going to lead us, and you come on up women, and get your rose, here we go.
1: Every woman is a flower, and she offers the sweetest nectar. Every woman is a river, and her sweet love ends all thirst. You don't have to steal it.
0: Happy Mother's Day.
1: You don't have to own it. You don't have to Happy take Mother's it. Day. Your first. You don't have to buy it. It's a gift. Happy Mother's freely Day. freely given. You. All Mother you gotta Day. do is honor it. Happy Mother's Just Day. Just honor her. Every we, woman we, 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 we. is a mountain. Happy Mother's Lay Day. Lay your head down and take, take your rest.
0: rest. Happy Mother's
1: Day. Every woman who is a fire. Happy Mother's
0: Day. She will answer all your desires. You don't Happy have Mother's to steal Watch it. The thorns. Don't hurt
1: you don't have to own it. You got them? You don't have to take it. There you go. You don't have to buy it. It's a gift, freely given. All you gotta do is honor it. Just honor her. Every woman is the goddess embodied, a sacred vessel of (laughs) diva and love. And you don't have to steal it. You don't have to own it You don't have to take it You don't have to buy it It's a gift
0: Freely given All you gotta do is honor it
1: Just honor her Every woman Is a flower And she offers sweetest nectar, every woman is a river, and her sweet love ends all theirs. You don't have to steal it, you don't have have to to own it, you don't have to 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 buy it, it. you don't have have to to buy it. it. It's a gift freely given. All you gotta do is honor it. Just Just honor honor her, sweeter than honey when you honor her. Just Just honor honor her, flow so freely when you honor her. Just honor her.
0: So much. Hey, um, Maya, would you come up here one more time, please, and give these to your mama for us? Oh, did you get one? All right, we're good to go. So I'm going to ask all the women here to please stand as you are able to receive a blessing here today in Guy's Temple. Women. May you feel loved beyond measure today. May you be reminded of your worth, your value, by the care and love you receive, not only today, but especially today. May you feel our gratitude for the gifts that you bring to the world. May the mothering you do of your children, of your community, of the world, bring deep soul satisfaction and the legacy of healing My love and gratitude to you on this very fine day, blessed be.